This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Did you note that today is National Blueberry Muffin Day? So we're preheating our oven to bake up some muffins. What's your favorite muffin flavor? What's the problem when muffins don't rise? And what's the difference between a muffin and a cupcake? You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning. Give us a call. The phone number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. Or send us an email, food at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. It's the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. I'm Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Did you know that today is National Blueberry Muffin Day? So we're preheating our oven and we're going to bake up some muffins. What's your favorite flavor? What's the problem when muffins don't quite rise like they should? And what's the difference between a muffin and a cupcake? We're looking for your comments and experiences when you give us a call this morning. The number is one eight seven seven. MPB Ring. Our phone number is one 672 Or you can send us an email to food at mpbonline.org. So good morning, Deborah. Hope that you had a good weekend. Good morning, Kevin. I had an amazing weekend. Oh, my gosh. Um, where do I start? First of all, just really getting back in from New Orleans. So I'm a happy kid. I got a chance to let my hair down a little bit and... Um, hang out and Bourbon Street was fantastic as always down in the French quarters was a lot of fun but I'm happy to be back here also I had the most I tell you I love the grocery store right <laughs> it's the coolest hangout place in the planet so to that beautiful little baby that I know that's listening this morning hi Haley I hope you're doing really really well her and her mom I'm shopping and all of a sudden the cutest baby on the planet just start going hi <laughs> and I don't know if anybody's ever had one of those moments when a little kid looks at you and just changes everything. So I want to say thank you to them this morning. All right. You know, we're going to be talking about blueberries, a quick, uh, funny blueberry story. <clears throat> Last time I was uh, visiting my brother down in Florida, we went out to one of the typical breakfast places for breakfast. So on the menu, there was blueberry muffins with a blueberry, um, what do you call it? Blueberry, not sauce, but Compote, maybe? I don't know what the exact glaze, word is. maybe? Well, it was, it was a blueberries and a blueberry syrup. So anyway, okay. so it's blueberry pancakes, but they had blueberry stuff on the top. So I ordered that, and she said, uh, do you want the blueberry stuff on top of that? And I was like, why would someone order th- something, and the main thing that they're talking about in is the menu? Blueberry. Right, and no, I don't want that. But I said... Yes, of course I well, do. Well, maybe she thought, maybe they had blueberries in the pancakes. and you... Well, they do, and yeah. but that was the whole thing. It, it was like a double blueberry pancake, because that was what they were, you know, that's the whole the reason why <laughs> the item was on the menu, was it this double, you know, all the blueberries and everything. My only thought was, someone at one time had said, hold the blueberry sauce, and so that's why they started asking people, but it was kind of like... So give it all to you, okay. Yeah. It was like uh, at the uh, ballpark... Uh, Restaurant once went out with uh, Ezra, who uh, you know, coworker here. Hey, Ez. And um, he ordered a barbecue sandwich, and she said, "Do you want some barbecue sauce with that?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like you think maybe I would but like you know, that. Yes. Okay, this is sad but true, Kevin. There are some people in life that don't want all the extra. Well, we, see, we should know, we he... should invent the generic restaurant for them. <laughs> Yeah, but there are really people who don't want all the, you know, extra sauces and creams and stuff. I'm not one of those people. I'm, you know, give it to me. You know, I want it all, the whole shebang, <laughs> right? 
All right, you know, uh, as we mentioned, today is a, a blueberry muffin day, and, and you know, one thing, Deborah, you're such a, a great cook, uh, but you always take things up to the next level. And so wow. uh, what, uh, what did you do for us for blueberries this morning? Well, you know, of course, I knew everybody was going to be expecting muffins, so da-da! <laughs> I didn't do muffins. Uh, I showed up with cake today, Kevin, and it's blueberry pound cake, and we did two different versions of blueberry pound cake. That's just absolutely fantastic. Uh, one of the cakes is a loaf pound cake, and it's blueberry infused and it has a blueberry and lemon glaze that's just yummy um, and in the center of each one of the cakes that I brought in today Kevin you may notice this really rich center mm -hmm. it's cream cheese that's been infused with blueberries so it's blueberries 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 the other pound cake oh my gosh it is a blueberry pound cake with pecans and it's Three different layers of infused blueberries. If you notice, the colors were all different. There are tri-colors in there because with each layer of blueberries, I infused something a little bit different. And then we topped that with pecans and baked it. Very simple recipe, Kevin. It's a traditional buttermilk pound cake recipe. Um, and the cake is just absolutely perfect for a morning like today. Mm -hmm. Great cup of coffee. And it's just, it's loaded and loaded and loaded with blueberries. And that's, you know, that's what I liked is that, you know, the blueberries are great. But it, as you said, uh, uh, sort of the beneath it all is the pound cake and, and just a delicious uh, pound cake. And the other thing I like about blueberries, and even when you have like a blueberry pancake is, you know, the bright blue color. And you always get that the way they you know, even when you cook them, that you can you, even if there's not the blueberry, you know the color there and and the the, the flavor is just great. It's a bit of magic in blueberries, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about muffins this morning. Uh, if you have a question or a comment, if you have a favorite muffin recipe that you'd like to share, or if you uh, want to have some uh, uh, suggestions on uh, ways to make some sort of a different kind of muffin, you can give us a call today. The number is one eight seven seven. MPB Ring. Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send us an email, food at mpbonline.org. The phone lines are open, so if you're muffin lovers out there, we need to hear from you this morning. So do you have a favorite muffin flavor? I just love muffins. And the I'm eating cake, Kevin. Oh, my gosh. This cake is so good. I wish everybody in Mississippi could have a slice of this today. It's so yummy. But I love muffins and I, I, because you can take them from being very sweet to very savory. Um, and, you know, the question is always, what is the difference between a muffin and a cupcake? Well, number one, um, it's um, the density is a little bit different, Kevin. You know, what a cupcake is, traditionally, it was cooked in a ramekin. It was these wonderful bites of cake that were cooked in ramekins. And, and so it's a very old dish. But as we advanced, we started putting them in paper tins. Mm -hmm. But they got their name Cupcake because they would be cooked in cakes, I mean cups. But muffins uh, have less sugar and more flour. And it, they, you tend to, traditionally, the way that most of the recipes would read is that you would mix your dry goods all together. And then your wet goods, you would cream them all together. And then you would fold them in. Where with a cake recipes, you know, basically what you have is, uh, and, and maybe back that up a little bit too. Usually with muffins, you have the oil or the butter already pre-melted as well. With your uh, cakes, a lot of times your butter is cut into cubes, usually at room temperature, and then you're folding it in, fluffing it in your sugar, and you're adding your eggs in, you know, to get that really wonderful fluff in your sugar. And then you add your flour, and you may add your milk and your flour in different intervals ending with a flour to get your, you know, this really a uh, light cake recipe. But, uh, you know, from cornbread muffins, you can infuse muffins with everything. And it's just absolutely wonderful to serve for dinner or for breakfast. You know, like with uh, banana muffin uh, bread, it's one of my favorite mm -hmm. to be able to have those uh, b bites of pecans. And uh, for me, I have a recipe that I use a little bit of white chocolate in and you got your fresh or, you know, ripened bananas in there. And it's just a wonderful bite. Remember at uh, recently last trip I took, I was in, forget what city it was, but was in an airport and had a, a pistachio muffin. Oh, that was wow. really good. And again, the, you know, pistachios, that nice green color. So uh, we talk a lot about how much uh, food is not only taste, but also visual. And as I said, that, that uh, pistachio muffin was, was quite tasty. 
Got a, our one of our favorite callers on the line. It's Frank calling in from Jackson this morning. Hello, Happy Frank. Happy Monday, Frank. How are good you? Good morning. Good morning. I've got three things. All right. First of all, Kevin. Yes. Do you have children? No, I do not. He has okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late for you. <laughs> if you want to give your child a real cross-section of what it's like to live in the world, if it's a boy, have him work one summer in construction, hmm. have him do man a uh, food concession at any venue, I don't care if it's a Jubilee Jam or something like that, and have them deal with children, say like in children's church or something like that. Those three experiences will be so humbling that you will forever have empathy for people who work on those jobs forever. <laughs> <laughs> because people are, people are strange, and you're right. Somebody along the line said, I don't want everything. And if you have not been on the other side of that equation, you will never understand why somebody, why would that even cross somebody's mind? But dealing with kids, dealing with construction, I mean, <laughs> eight, ten hours a day, you, you'll understand why people drink on Friday. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and dealing with kids is very, very humbling. Now, the blueberries, I have tried to wean myself off of cooked food. And I found that there are a lot of substitutions you can use for desserts. Absolutely. If you're going to do, if you're going to do a crust, you always put some, uh, grind up some nuts, mm-hmm. uh, some mulberries or some figs or some dried dates or dried figs to get the same texture and consistency that you would get with something that's cooked. But the dried mulberries combined with sliced almonds gives you a texture similar to bread. So uh, I have that something I've cooked up. I call the honey bunches of, of oats, where I use the mulberries and the sliced uh, almonds, and you get the same consistency of eating, you know, the um, the wheat chips or the wheat flakes that you get with the other things. And I use almond milk, or I make a milk out of uh, uh, bananas. But my goal is to get off of this uh, chemo drug medication by giving my body every opportunity to get some easily digestible food. Um, but yes, Kevin, service workers have it rough. You'll be surprised to <laughs> think. My mom was a, uh, a cocktail waitress, and she made it clear to me that everybody is different, and if you approach your customers as they're all the same, not only will you not get any tips, you will get embarrassed and maybe fired. <laughs> so, Kevin, and my last thing is that the most satisfying meal I had Ever had at a ballpark, and I'm 66 years old, was at uh, Trustmark Park, and they have a little concession called Salsa. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want any meat. They said, fine, we've got refried beans, we've got Mexican rice, we've got um, two kinds of beans, we've got lettuce, we've got uh, uh, guacamole, we've got uh, uh, cream cheese and sour cream, and you can eat the bowl. Mm-hmm. That was the most satisfying meal I had ever had. At a ballpark. Wow. And it was only $7. And yep. four people shared that bowl. And everybody was happy. And nobody wanted popcorn because after you ate the, the ingredients, you ate the bowl. And <laughs> Frank, at this last homestand, I had uh, that very same taco salad. And I agree, it's, it's, it's one of the best things uh, they have out there at the ballpark. We appreciate, really uh, appreciate your call. Always good to hear from Frank uh, on uh, Deep South Dining. Time to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to continue talking about muffins. So we're looking for you muffin lovers to call in and share with us this morning. What's your favorite kind of muffin? Uh, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 7464 Send an email. It's food at org. Back with more of the program after this.
Support for MPB comes from Trustmark, featuring My Trustmark online and mobile banking. Monitor accounts and information, transfer funds, create special alerts and reminders. Details at Trustmark.com. Member FDIC. I'm Robin Young. An emergency room doctor explains why he and his colleagues are pushing to overturn a ban on government research on gun violence. We're the ones that have to deal with it, not only emergently in terms of the injuries that patients sustain, but the families that come in afterwards to find out that their loved ones were either killed or severely injured. Next time, here and now. Today at noon on MVB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. And we're talking about muffins today because today is National Blueberry Muffin Day. So what's your favorite kind of muffin? Do you have a, a special recipe that you'd like to share with us? Give us a call this morning. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. Send an email, food at mpbonline.org. Back to the phone lines we go. Another friendly caller on the line. It's James from Gulfport. Good morning. Good morning, gang. How you doing? <laughs> Fantastic. Doing good. How are you, James? I'm doing just great. I uh, always flash back to my days in New York, so it's where I really fell in love with food. And there was years ago in the hippie days, you see, I'm a dinosaur, so back in the <laughs> hippie days, back to earth movement and food, good foods from other countries. Anyhow, there's a book called the Tassahari, T-A-S-S-A-J-A-R-I, Tassahari Bread Book. Mm. And in that book, there is a muffin recipe, a basic muffin recipe, and I'm telling you, you can, you can improvise with anything but that basic recipe is a is a no miss it's incredibly good can you and share the, some of that recipe with us james do you remember you know i don't i i have just ended about with diabetes type 2 diabetes so i had to stay away from breads but i'm clear now i'm good Yay. i threw away my medicine and i had some good whole wheat whole grain bread and i intend to dig out that book again <laughs> I hope it's still available. Well, we want you to continue to take care of yourself, and you're absolutely right. Usually, you know, my standard of cooking, uh, James, is uh, to find a basic recipe that I can always improvise, uh, just like with the pound cake recipe that I brought in today. It's one of my favorites. It's a very basic recipe, but it gives me the ability to... Um, after I've learned, you know, a little bit about the art of measurements and understanding, you know, how to infuse different, uh, you know, flavors and uh, fruit and jams and jellies into this recipe, it has given me a wide variety of cakes from this one basic recipe. Yeah, that's a good principle. Absolutely. Always, always so happy to hear from you, and I'm you happy too. that you're doing better. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. All right, uh, James, thanks for calling in this morning. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Uh, one of the things that our director, Jason Klein, bought for us that I think is very handy is we have a little Chromebook here in the studio. Uh, so when someone calls in, we don't have to uh, uh, trouble Jonas, who's running the show, uh, with uh, doing things. And I just did a search and found... You mean I can't harass Jonas now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Google does have... Here we go. The Tassahari Bread Book. Yay. So uh, let me uh, open this up, Deborah, and, and you can take a look at this. But it's the Tassahari Yeasted Bread. So... Uh, James, uh, if you're still listening, James, uh, good news that if you can't find the book, it's still available online. So that's, I think, one of the great things about this, uh, the Internet age is, you know, we remember things from the past and, and nine times out of ten, if you look it up online, someone's going to have a link to it somewhere. And I think what's really great about this, too, is because immediately I thought I thought about Frank when I saw this, because they even have vegetarian uh, recipes in here for different types of bread. So, Frank, you may want to check that out as well. It's T-A-S-S-A-J-A-R-I. So um, this is uh, Deep South Dining, and we're talking about muffins this morning. What's your favorite kind of muffin? Give us a call and let us know. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 
send an email to food at mpbonline.org. So, you know, talked about the idea of uh, of muffins being so uh, varied. What, what are some of the interesting toppings and, and flavors you've seen added to muffins? The one thing, too, that I want to say about muffins, unlike cake, you know, muffins can be either flour-based or cornmeal-based, uh, Kevin, which is, um, you know, again, that adds to the argument, what's the difference between a cupcake and a um, and a muffin? But some of the basic ingredients can be anything in the world that you want them to be, Kevin. If you're going to do a savory uh, cornbread muffin, and, and I had a privilege of um, being up in the Delta several weeks ago, and I had a cornbread muffin that had crackling actually cooked right into the muffin. And for those of you who are here in Mississippi, you know, or in the South, that's a very common, um, you know, term to be able to, to understand what that is. It's a, it's a piece of uh, dried meat from the hog or, or more chewy, dense piece of meat. And it was actually put right into the cornbread batter. It was just an amazing um, meal, and it was served with butter beans. And so I thought, you know, what a great muffin to have. But you can do something, again, like we did. Um, you can use blueberries, um, bananas. You can, With your muffins, Kevin, you can do chocolates. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's so many different varieties. And um, coffee shops all over the world now, when you go in, uh, that's because they know that people are looking for either that wonderful bite early in the morning. Muffins are very popular. Or you can find cupcakes, something a little bit lighter, you know, during the day. And usually cupcakes, are you can find them with uh, icings on them mm-hmm. uh, or some kind of canache. And uh, with muffins, what you're normally going to find, again, are berries or nuts or um, maybe uh, some type of sugary glaze right on the top or a streusel right on top of your muffin. So uh, it's, it's, and then, you know, there used to be this huge difference when you walked in, but now as we've become more advanced and, you know, people are liking more sugary treats, it's almost kind of a fusion of them both. And so sometimes now people say muffins are varied based on the size and not necessarily the recipe anymore. We're looking for muffin lovers to call in and share with us this morning at one eight seven seven MPB ring. The phone number is one eight seven seven, excuse me, six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send us an email. It's food at mpbonline.org. So again, we're going to talk about maybe kind of a, a basic muffin recipe. What what are the ingredients you need to to get started? Um, the basic ingredients, usually muffins call for two to three cups of flour. And usually wheat flour is a preference, Kevin, uh, in most muffin recipes. Also, uh, you're going to need some butter or some oil, uh, usually melted, um, a little bit of, um, depending on whether you're going to do savory or, you know, sweet, uh, you're going to use a little bit of salt some baking powder or baking soda just depends on the recipe. Uh, you're also going to need, um, you know, if you're going to add, infuse it with something um, like, again, bananas. Um, if you're going to do um, a banana muffin, for instance, you want to make sure, for me, I like to parade the bananas to kind of get that really rich creaminess all the way through. I'm going to have a, a cup or, depending on the recipe, a half a cup of white chocolate chips. I'm going to do the same thing with pecans, a cup or a half cup, depending on the size of the crowd that I'm preparing them for. And I also add, like to add a little bit of pineapple into my banana bread recipe, Kevin, and along with some golden raisins. Uh, it just kind of gives it a lot of fun. You know, you want your mouth to be really, really happy. And the thing is, is that you want to create this really dense batter for your muffins. Uh, cake batter tends to be a little bit thinner. But because we're adding all these wonderful goodies in there, you want this batter to be a little bit more dense. So you've got your flour, your salt, your baking powder. You want to sift those things together in one bowl. And your other bowl, you want to take your your oil. And um, you may want to take a little bit of sugar, maybe a half a cup or a cup of sugar, and add into it and whip that in together. You also want to use a little bit of milk, Kevin, maybe some buttermilk, which is, happens to be one of my favorite milks to use when I'm making a muffin um, because it's a little bit more dense. And you want to whip those things in together along with your eggs. Beat them all in the, so your wet goods are together in one bowl and your dry goods. And then you want to just kind of spoon the dry goods in a little by little uh, till you get this, you don't want to overbeat it. So I'm always using a spoon. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a little bit more work. 
you know, and I have one of these really fancy food mixers on the counter that costs more money than a <laughs> great pair of shoes. And but it's sitting there for decoration because I'm such an old school cook. I, I like the idea of putting my hands on things and taking that big wooden spoon and stirring things in together. It also gives me a chance not to, to make sure that that batter is not overly uh, mixed or under mixed. It, you know, it's a little elbow uh, grease added in there, but it's just a fun thing for me to do. Once your batter is put together, then I like to go ahead and infuse it with whatever other items I'm going to use. I add my fruit in, even my bananas, and we're going to just kind of stir it in at the end. And then you can use, uh, if you want to, you can just flour your tin, oil it and flour it, and scoop some of the batter in. And to make sure that I'm always consistent, I have a very large ice cream scooper, Kevin, and I just scoop it in. That way it makes it a little, little bit easier. Or you can go to the market, and they have scoopers that you can buy that you can measure out for uh, different sizes, you know, when you're cooking. And I have some of those as well, but it's just fun using an <laughs> ice cream scooper and make sure that I have the consistency. So usually when I'm cooking anything, if you notice, it, it, it always has, if I'm bringing, whether it's cookies or whatever, they always have the consistent form mm -hmm. because I'm putting the same amount of batter into each thing. Um, and then uh, usually for most muffins, the temperature, Kevin, is usually going to be around 345 to 355 in temperature. Uh, and usually for cakes, sometimes it, depending on what the particular recipe is, uh, it may be 350 to 325, you know, downward. Like the cake that I brought in today, uh, the temperature was 325 for an hour and 10 minutes. Um, and it, so you, all those things are important, you know, when you're cooking because baking is not like anything else. Baking really is a science. You've got to get those measurements right. If it calls for, uh, you know, four eggs and you put six in, usually what you're going to have is a cake that tastes like eggs. <laughs> so you, you have to be really, you know, pay attention to the science. And, then, and it's really funny because when I remember watching my grandmother, Kevin, baking, and it never looked like she was measuring anything, hmm. but it always came out perfectly perfect every time but she had remembered the technique every time it was a pinch of salt a pinch of baking soda and she understood what that was for me i need to measure it out <laughs> to make sure that i'm getting right and it's okay to do that so you said though the the idea of the denser batter i guess is because again you've got all that great stuff that you're adding to it so you want something a little firmer that'll that'll hold all that stuff well you know but, but that's that that is the whole idea behind a muffin muffins are always he a little bit heavier than cupcakes cupcake is just that it is a cake batter that's been put in a cup and baked uh, no matter what the recipe is it's just cake batter and cake batter is never unless it's pound cake is never really that dense so you you're looking for a denser batter when you're preparing your muffins because you are going to add things like apples and blueberries and um, those kinds of things into your muffins. And then you're putting them into uh, a much smaller tin than a cake tin or cake pan rather. And so the density is there to give you the weightiness. You don't want it so heavy that, you know, nobody can eat it, but it's dense enough that you can add all those amazing things into it. Need to take another quick break. Uh, we are talking on Deep South Dining this morning about muffins. So if you enjoy eating a muffin in the bre in breakfast or if you have a favorite muffin flavor that you'd like to tell us about or a muffin recipe that you'd like to share, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can send us an email, food at mpbonline.org. Want to hear from all the folks that enjoy a good muffin this morning. We've got some open phone lines, so give us a call. We'll be back with more after this.
MPB Think Radio is your voice for Mississippi. If you or your community has an event coming up and you'd like help spreading the word, send us an email. You've got mail. To PSA at mpbonline.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Owens, host of Southern Remedy for Women, here to warn you about an upcoming epidemic of license plate envy. Yes, it's coming after you see someone driving around with a new MPB car tag. It's the latest way you can support Mississippi Public Broadcasting continue the mission of educating, informing, and entertaining Mississippians. This epidemic is easily remedied by visiting mpbonline.org slash car tag to pre-order yours today. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends, and we're talking about muffins this morning. We've got some open phone lines, so if you want to call in and share your thoughts about muffins, maybe your favorite flavor or recipe that you'd like to share, the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 Send us an email. It's food at mpbonline.org. <clears throat> and Deborah, we mentioned that you kind of upped the uh, blueberry game and made some uh, blueberry pound cake. And you know, I've gotten another piece, and what is really great about this is one thing I like about pound cake is that it's the texture, as we've talked about, it's kind of a little bit denser. But then when you put the blueberries in there, it gets moist, and so you're enjoying the cake, and then you hit that, <laughs> that, that moist spot, section, of, yeah. and it's just so delicious. So, again, hats off to you. This is, is a really, really tasty uh, treat for us this morning. Well, Kevin, you know, I really appreciate you saying that. And I was trying to think about which muffin, Kevin, I just absolutely ha- do not ever want. Are you ready for this? Okay. Drum roll. I don't want a muffin top. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that I've had so far that I don't want. <laughs> but I absolutely, um, you know, when I was making this cake, uh, Kevin, uh, Adding all those extra blueberries or any type of fruit into your cake will um, actually increase uh, your moisture level in the cakes. And you can actually treat your berries or your apples prior to to even infuse an additional amount of flavor into those. And that's one of the things that I did before I added the blueberries in, Kevin. I actually simply took a little bit of um, water, a little bit of butter, and a little bit of uh, brown sugar, and I cook my blueberries down in that uh, because... You know, I wanted to give them just a little bit of extra flavor. So when you bite down into them, you know, you get that really nice juicy pop um, from the fruit. Do you have to, though, <clears throat> or worry a little bit about the moisture content of the stuff that you're putting in there? Well, one, well once once I cook them down, uh, Kevin, of course, I spoon them out, you know, and try to pat as much of the additional syrup out of the, the berries because you don't want to add, you know, too much extra uh, especially to the cake recipe, uh, water in, into that. I wanted it to be have a nice texture, but you don't want to ruin it. And, mm-hmm. you know, so absolutely. We've got another caller on the line. So we're saying good morning to George, who's on the road this morning. Good morning, George. Good morning. Go ahead. I have, I have a question about uh, something I remember when I was very young, about the early 70s, mayonnaise muffins. And uh, the premise is that uh, the cook was out of eggs. Right. And mayonnaise was then uh, used, uh, I'm assuming, to to supplement uh, no eggs in the muffins. Have you ever heard of that, or did anybody... Oh, absolutely, George. That That is not just a substitute for muffins, but for any time that you're baking anything and you run out of eggs, mayonnaise... Um, is an absolute substitute because you have to remember that the consistency of mayonnaise is made from the egg base itself. And it does give you that extra moisture that you're looking for. And some recipes will, you know, um, I have absolutely just on purpose substituted um, the uh, eggs with the mayonnaise because it does give you a actually a different texture. Uh, So it adds an additional amount of moisture into uh, into your recipes. Well, I do remember that they were very good, although it was several years ago. Uh, 
And I just wanted to comment and hear your thoughts on that. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you for that, George. Thanks for the call, George. <clears throat> and yeah, again, you know, the wonderful internet. Uh, mayonnaise muffins, uh, the food.com has a recipe, flour, baking powder, salt, mayonnaise, and milk. So that uh, makes up a, a delicious uh, something for <clears throat> maybe mealtime there. Uh, so, again, we're talking about how versatile uh, muffins can be. And that, and that does make sense, though, that uh, the mayonnaise would be able to, to replace the egg if you needed to. Absolutely. We've got another caller on the line, so we're off to Mobile. As we say, good morning to Brian. Hello, good Brian. Good morning. Hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to ask about, um, uh, like, vegetables and muffins like uh, zucchini, because I've never been um, healthy enough to want to try it out. But how does it uh, affect the batter and cooking when you have, like, say, something denser um, than, say, like, you know, fruit or berries? Let me tell you, Brian, I have actually had one of the most amazing zucchini muffins ever, and I was downtown uh, Jackson, there's a coffee shop right across the street from the Clarion Ledger, and it's been there for many, many years. Uh, but they actually had a, uh, a zucchini muffin, um, and I decided to try it, and I was absolutely impressed. It is just a, a fabulous addition to add into the you know baking muffins, and you know, so of course. Like Kevin says, thank God for the Internet. There are hundreds of different types of recipes for zucchini breads, zucchini cakes. Um, it's, it is really a wonderful uh, item to, to add in to try. Uh, and, it, and it really has almost the same premise, uh, believe it or not, as carrots. So you have carrot cake to be able to add carrots into muffins. You get that same moisture that it, that it adds, that same type of element when you're baking. All right, uh, Brian, thanks for your call. And I guess would you, uh, similar to maybe like a carrot, would shred the zucchini? Oh, yeah, you're going to shred the zucchini up. um, And one of the things that you're going to do is is compress some of that moisture out, you know, kind of pat some of the additional water out, as if you would any squash that you would be adding into a muffin. You you don't want to add that wetness. So you're going to squeeze it out and then fold that into your flour mixture. Scott's another caller on the line. We're off to Picayune. Barbara has called in today. Good morning, Barbara. Hey, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I haven't tried it as a cupcake, but there's a there is a cake called hummingbird cake, which oh, has yes. various fruits in it, and um, you can get the recipe online. But I think that would be a wonderful uh, muffin, really, because it's it's fruity. It's more dense. It's not like a cupcake. It's not like a a cake. It's more like a a dense thing. The, hum- and, the um, hummingbird cake is. Kevin, have you ever had it? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, it's incredible! Yeah, it's got coconut pecan, banana, banana. Oh um, the recipe I got said mash the banana, but I like to get a firm banana and cut and dice that up so you have chunks mm-hmm. of the banana. Oh, wow! And it's really wonderful. And another idea is I like bran muffins, but uh, try putting a dollop of orange marmalade in you know put put some muffin mix in your in your in your tin and then put some um marmalade and then cover it up hmm. so that is yeah you're gonna have a nice bite of the orange marmalade oh, that yeah. sounds like yummy 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 the secret surprise inside in those uh bread muffins <laughs> right and a few raisins too are always good so all right, Barbara, thanks for the call. Good uh, suggestion. Absolutely. Uh, and I, when she said the orange marmalade, I got that little tingly thing right <laughs> in the back of my jaw, Kevin. Absolutely. We've got uh, Wayne on the line calling in from Florence this morning. Hello, Wayne. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. I have, I have this uh, Tassajara bread book uh-huh. uh, in my hand, and I can give you the, uh, very, the basic recipe that the gentleman was talking about before. Please okay. do. Okay. He had uh, two cups of whole wheat flour, two teaspoons baking powder, one-half teaspoon salt, one egg beaten, one-quarter cup of oil, quarter to a half cup of honey or molasses, and one-and-a-half cup of milk. And uh, that's the basic recipe. Mm-hmm. Then he has many variations. One of them is uh, substituting buttermilk for the uh, milk, as Miss Deborah said, and and then you had another one, uh, festival spice muffins that added uh, a uh, five different uh, spices that sounds really good. 
He had a half teaspoon of Wayne, you half, I heard you say teaspoon of mace. Okay. A quarter teaspoon of nutmeg, a quarter teaspoon of allspice, and a quarter teaspoon of ginger. Mm. Another uh-huh. another rest uh, variation, uh, and, and I and this is one I try. I, I like this a lot as an ingredient is uh, dried cranberries. Absolutely. But I, I reconstitute the dried cranberries in uh, a little bit of wine, red wine, mm. and then uh, bring that to a boil and let it cool down to room temp, and then strain off the juice and then substitute uh, part of the liquid, uh, part of the juice for part of the liquid. Use the same amount of liquid that it calls for, but just substitute part of that the red wine uh, liquid. as And it reconstitutes the cranberries and gives it a wonderful flavor. Right. Wayne, and, and just to give you um, a, an additional thing to do with some of the leftover um, liquid that you may have uh, to make a wonderful glaze, to take that um, cranberry um, and wine con- and then add just a little bit of powdered sugar, a little bit of sweet condensed milk, about a fourth of a cup, and uh, just a tiny bit of butter and allow it to just kind of thicken up, to just whisp it in together and allow it to thicken up. It makes the most amazing glaze. That sounds wonderful. I was, I'm going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wayne, thanks for the call. A lot of great uh, variations. And again, if anyone's interested, it's Tassahari, T-A-S-S-A-J-A-R-I. Uh, you can find it online, but it looks, sounds like it's a great uh, resource. And, and It sounds like a great place to take a vacation. Where are you going this weekend to Tassahari? <laughs> All righty. We've uh, we got to jet off to Tassahari for just a minute. We need to take a break. Uh, when we get back, we'll continue our discussion about the muffins. So if you have a question or a comment, if you have a favorite muffin you'd like to share with us, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. We'll be back with more of the show after this. Public Media app is available now. Watch MPB TV, listen to MPB Think and Music Radio, and stay in the know with MPB News. Search for the MPB Public Media app in the App Store and Google Play stores today. Coming up this morning at 10 on Now You're Talking, Marshall Ramsey will speak with the best-selling author Ben Coase about his latest political thriller, First Strike. Later on, Nick Lott will join us to talk about his great-great-great-great-grandfather, Newton Knight, the man whose life inspired the film Free State of Jones. Be sure to tune in this morning at 10 for Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking today about muffins, so if you are a muffin fan and have a favorite kind of muffin or a muffin recipe that you'd like to share, the phone lines are open at one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. Send us an email. It's food at mpbonline.org. So uh, let's say, Deborah, we've got our muffin mixture. We've got all our great stuff, uh, fruits and uh, nuts mixed in there. And so the batter's ready to go. We're ready to put it into the muffin tin. Uh, how do you tell how high up the tin, you know, the little 
uh, cup do you want to go there? Obviously, you don't fill it all the way to the top, I'm guessing. Oh, absolutely not, Kevin. You don't want to do that because, the, uh, you know, uh, your muffin or your cake batter is going to rise. And so you don't want it to make a mess. But usually for me, it's um, it depends on if I'm going to add something additional onto the muffin after it's done or if I'm just going to serve it, you know, as it is. If I'm going to add something extra, I may just actually go like halfway um, and that way it's not going to really rise too high above the tin right at the top of the tin. Uh, if I'm going to not do that, I may go just a little bit past halfway, but then I'm going to leave about a fourth of an inch, um, you know, space between the tin and, and the batter. So that way when it rises, you get this beautiful right over the, you know, the seal of the, of the paper or the tin itself. And, you, you know, earlier you had a good suggestion uh, and get yourself, you know, any kind of scoop. As you said, you have an, an old fashioned ice cream scoop or something, uh, because that's always my uh, my problem when I'm doing something that you have many of is that, you know, you put this one is a little bit bigger than that one. And then I'm constantly, especially like with cookie dough, you know, you're grabbing some off this and putting it on that. So I think it was a great idea if you have a scoop, any kind of thing, that way you're going to get a uniform uh, size. And I think that helps also then. In, in baking, because again, with cookies, if you have a lot of big cookies and then some small cookies, the, the little ones are going to get maybe too crisp before the big ones get finished. A absolutely, Kevin. And uh, the wonderful thing for me about using ice cream scoopers is that they come in a variety of sizes from really tiny to really, really large. And so it depends on what I'm baking, actually, or, you know, how I want my cookies to look. Uh, and, you know, of course, you know, the better you get at baking, you know, there you can use piping tools to pipe, you know, that stuff in. And it's fine. I like using the ice cream scooper because I don't really like getting my hands all messy. <laughs> so it's a great way of doing just scooping it in and not really creating a lot of mess when you're done. We've got another phone call, and it's uh, Mikey calling in from Mobile. Good morning, Happy Mikey. Happy Monday, Mikey. How are you? Happy. I am so glad to hear y'all. As usual, I'm just uh, I'm learning so much today because um, I am not a baker. I, you know, I'm kind of a <laughs> I don't know what kind of cook I am. I'm just kind of wing it. You know, <laughs> I guess I'm a wing it cook. Okay? <laughs> That's why porch cooking is my favorite thing. And uh, but also because I live in Mobile, where it is thunderstorming and very humid right now. Um, uh, so you know, you, you put it all together, it makes the most sense for this particular climate, particular place, and got to work with. Um, uh, Y'all are just, uh, you've given me so many great ideas, um, but my very favorite, I got to say, my favorite muffin so far is either a cornbread muffin or some variation on that, you know, whether it's taking some stuffing and making a muffin-sized thing out of that, which, you know, is an idea that I did not come up with, but I have really enjoyed using, particularly if it's cooked in a cast iron kind of stuff. I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I've inherited some cast iron cookware, some really old stuff, like turn of the century, um, well seasoned. So, but unfortunately, I don't bake. <laughs> so, um, well, um, you know, it's never too late. Um, to to start, Mikey and I, you know, and I hear a lot of people say, "Well, I just don't bake," and I say, "Well, you know, just get in and give it a try." And uh, literally, well, for those who know my story, Mikey, I only started cooking in 2010, and so wow. I'm, I'm I'm a novice at this. I'm still learning a lot of things on my feet as I go, but I'm always willing to try. And it, and for me, that lesson uh, transcends from the kitchen into my real life. Is you know if you don't ever take the risk, you'll never know just how wonderful you are at anything in life. So go well, for it, girl. Well, I gotta say that my absolutely my most favorite muffin is the one that somebody else makes. <laughs> um, but, uh, Those so, are always but, my favorite too. Okay. <laughs> but, my, but my question is today, ma'am, um, because I don't you know particularly don't want to do the heat up stuff. And I do some cooking outside where I have electrical out, outlets and stuff like that. Microwave, can you give me any tips, hints, ideas? Um, and I'm going to hang up because I want to be able to take notes while you answer. Microwaving well, muffins. Well, absolutely. You know, you, the wonderful thing about using a microwave is you can cook anything in your microwave or convection oven. You know, so you you really, it's a matter of... 
uh, a lot of times now they even have things designed to cook specifically for the microwave, Kevin, of course, because you know you can't put your baking tin in the microwave. But they have these new, wonderful, almost look like foam type of items that you can, you know, buy specifically to use in the microwave for baking. Also, you can bake on your grill. A lot of people, you know, never really take advantage of that. But you can take your baking tins and uh, and your cake pans and put them on your grill off direct heat, close it up and allow it because all, you know, it needs is a little heat to rise. And mm-hmm. so you can use whether you're baking inside Mikey or outside. Uh, there's no excuse not to have wonderful treats that you want uh, any time of the year that you want them. So uh, do you prefer using um, a, a, t- a muffin liner, a t- uh, one of the little paper things, or, or when you do your muffins, do you just like to grease the pan and put them directly in there? Well, you know, Kevin, it it really depends. If, you know, if it if it's a party that I'm, you know, making a presentation and you want that visual part of the paper on there, sometimes I'll bake right in the paper, and then sometimes I'll bake items and put them in the paper later. And the reason I do that because... I don't necessarily, you know, you got this cute, tiny little cupcake and then you got a paper that you got to pull off. I don't want to do that. I just want to be able to eat the entire <laughs> cupcake. Uh, so a lot of times I, it just really depends on uh, if I'm doing something for myself or if I'm doing something for a client uh, and what the the visual you know presentation is. Of course, with cornbread muffins, you know, I'm not going to ever mm-hmm. uh, on purpose put them in paper tins. It just really depends on, you know, it's and it, I think a lot of times it's just a matter of choice as well. If it's something um, that I know that needs a paper underneath uh, in order to, you know, I might have add a lot of chocolate uh, in it and to make it, you know, the c- consistency a little sticky on the pan. I may just add a little bit of parchment paper into the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so once it's done, it makes it a little, lot easier to remove it. But um it just really is a matter of choice, Kevin. And so if you're going to use the, the grease method, obviously you do want to grease the bottom, but also up the sides because up you want sides. that muffin to be able to slide out. Right. And uh, and then usually I'm going to follow with a little bit of flour. Okay. You know, uh, because the oil is, you don't want all that absorbing right back into your cake. So the flour and the, and the batter, and then it helps to remove it a lot easier. Just like with the cake today, a lot of times, you know, if you oil and flour really well, your pan, it makes it once the cake cools a lot easier and you, you know, avoid tearing and that kind of thing. And I found if you use a a spray, a cooking spray, it's much like a spray paint. Don't get too close, but kind of pull back and give it just a nice light, even coating. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Hey, that's going to wrap us up for today, Deep South Dining. We're done? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show today was produced by Jonas Adams, and our call screener was Liz Gill. For Deborah Hunter, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Up next at 10, it's Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. That's followed by Southern Remedy at 11. We'll be back next Monday at 9 for another Deep South Dining, heard only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.